Need more energy throughout the day? Looking for a kick to your workout? RockinThatIDLife.com has you covered with delicious flavors you've grown to love in tropical fruit and mixed berry, but now fall in love with the new fruit punch and orange flavors. Try them all at RockinThatIDLife.com. Realtor Mike Burgoyne with Real Brokerage LLC makes the moving process easier. Work with a realtor who plays and studies the game and will work as hard as the boys on the ice to get you the best deal. Check out Mike on the web at strikewithmike.com and jumpstart your move today. That's strikewithmike.com. This is the infamous Kurt Price with Let's Go Blues Radio. Wow, the infamous? And you're listening to the LGB Radio Summer Series. Now here's the infamous Jeff Ponder. Infamous? To discuss your picks for the all-time St. Louis Blues team. Infamous is, is when you're more than famous. This is Let's Go Blues Radio, and I'm your host, Jeff Ponder. You'll notice I'm all by my lonesome tonight, but that's okay. We got some fun stuff planned. Uh, you're not just going to hear me. There's some clips we'll play later. We'll have some fun with this show. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week as we're entering episode 18 of season 12. Support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by RockinThatIDLife.com, where we help you make every workout, every meal count, do life better. And by Mike Burgoyne of Real Brokerage Realty. Use strikewithmike.com to search properties in your area and contact Mike, who will help you uh, help put you in your dream home or sell your current home. And by Center Ice Brewery, which serves St. Louis with flavorful hockey-themed beer. Find your new favorite brew at local grocery stores and liquor stores throughout the St. Louis area by checking out their website at centericebrewery.com. This is franchise episode number 427 all-time. Uh, so for this episode, uh, as I said, we're going to be uh, rolling solo as I couldn't find a, a good co-host for a good time. Uh, well, unfortunately for me, I've, I've got a uh, men's league game Wednesday night when I would normally be doing the show. But uh, I just thought, you know what, uh, we can just put something out uh, that'll be a coach reveal uh, because there's only one person we're going to be talking about here. So why not just have one person talk about that coach? Uh, so we'll get to that in a little bit. Remember, it's between Joel Quinville, Scotty Bowman, Craig Berube, and Ken Hitchcock for that spot. So we'll get to that after the commercial break. Uh, but uh, first, a couple news items that are coming. Actually, you know what? Before we get to the news items, let's talk about what drink I have tonight or today uh, as I record this during the day. A uh, little rocking that ID life. This is the Pina Colada energy flavor. Um, I don't know if I mentioned Pina Colada on the uh show as of late but uh it is probably my favorite flavor that comes from them. it actually tastes like a pina colada so it's uh really cool i love pina coladas on the beach i also love it when i'm getting caught in the rain and uh making love in the dunes of the cape so uh you know that's always a good time too 
Uh, but try that. If you haven't tried it out, the pina colada flavor over at rockinnidlife.com. Very good stuff. Uh, so, uh, as I said, a couple news items that we'll get to to start. Uh, the Blues National Broadcast, well, the NHL National Broadcast schedule has been released. Uh, surprisingly, for how bad this team uh, might be this season, we don't know, maybe not that bad. We'll see. Uh, they have 13 national broadcasts during the 23-24 season. Uh, they're going to be featured on ESPN, ESPN+, Plus, ABC, and Hulu, as they'll broadcast eight of those games. Uh, and then TNT will feature another five of those Blues games. So we'll get that awesome TNT panel. Uh, although I did see on the ESPN side, uh, Chris Chelios is no longer on the panel. He was terrible. Um, and I think I can say that and be confident that most people would agree. Uh, first of all, I don't like him just because of the teams he played for. Uh, but I thought he just was not a very insightful analyst. Uh, him and Mark Messier, they had a little good back and forth, but for the most part, uh, just felt contrived and uh, just not a fan of of them together. So uh like like to see that he's moved on. We'll see if P.K. Subban steps into a bigger role, if they bring in somebody else. If they have, maybe I've missed it. Um, but either way, uh, so that TNT panel, I'm glad the Blues will be on five times with that panel. Um, national game highlights. Uh, the first one the Blues will have is November 1st in Colorado. That will be uh, a TNT game. Uh, they also have the uh, both matchups against the Detroit Red Wings. So we'll be seeing David Perron, Jake Wallman, maybe Billy Huso if he starts, uh, and the Red Wings. Those will be on ESPN and an ABC broadcast as well. Uh, also, March 2nd at home against Pat Maroon and the Minnesota Wild. For those of you who maybe tune out to NHL news over the summer, uh, yes, Pat Maroon has joined the Minnesota Wild. Uh, and plus, you know, they uh, whenever the Minnesota Wild play, we'll see if they have a nice video tribute for uh, Oscar Sundquist, who spent like... 20 games there. So we'll see. Um, April 4th on the road against uh, Ryan O'Reilly and the Nashville Predators. So that should hopefully be a pretty important game. We'll see where the Blues are at in the standings as well as the Predators. Um, maybe the Blues will be battling for a wild card spot or something at that point. But um, that is a game that we have talked about going here at Let's Go Blues Radio, heading down to uh, Nashville to catch that game. So we'll see if that's the, the game we'll be down there for as a national tele- uh, telecasted game. Uh, Then the final two games of the season against the Seattle Kraken and Dallas Stars, both will be a TNT broadcast. So we'll be ending the season, at least the regular season, on TNT, which uh, I think we all, again, enjoy. I love the TNT broadcast way better than the ESPNs. So uh, I will uh, enjoy that the the season will end with some TNT uh, action. Uh, Also important to note, that 101 ESPN is going to feature all 82 regular season games on the radio, as you probably knew, but it's nice to get that confirmation that there wouldn't be any weird issues that they'd be broadcast on a different channel for whatever reason. Uh, nice to know for, again, if you're in the road or if you're on the road, if you're in the car, always catch blues games, all 82 of them on 101 ESPN. Uh, Bally's is going to release their schedule at a later date. This typically happens, but, uh, you know, with the the national broadcast kind of getting to pick and choose who they want, and then later Bally's comes out and says, yeah, we're picking up all the rest of the games. But with the the weirdness going on with Bally Sports right now and the bankruptcy with their parent company, uh, I'm kind of a little nervous. Maybe we're not going to get all games. I mean, I feel like it's 2023. We should be getting all the games at this point, but uh, I I don't want to – stir up anything if anyone's wasn't concerned about that 
Uh, hopefully I'm not starting anything for you, but uh, there, let's hope. Let's hope there's no issues there. It's just, a, a you know, the the general, well, now the broad, national broadcasts are out. Here's Bally's schedule picking up the rest of the games. Uh, so we'll see when that comes out. Hopefully should be, I would think, in the next week or so. Um, so those are the important dates that we'll be having for national broadcasts. One other important note that we want to get to uh, before we get to commercial and then talk about our head coach reveal. Uh, the Blues have signed forward Isaac Ratcliffe to a professional tryout. He is 24 years old, split last season between AHL's uh, Lehigh Valley Phantoms and the Milwaukee Admirals. He had 20 points in that time, uh, six goals and 14 assists, and 68 penalty minutes in 47 games. He's appeared in 10 NHL games with Philadelphia, in which he has one goal, three assists, and four points. That's not bad. Four points in 10 games. That's that's actually pretty impressive. Um, and he was drafted by the Flyers in the second round, 35th overall, so a high second-round pick of the 2017 NHL draft. Um, this is a depth move. Uh, you got to think he is, if he is signed, he's probably an AHL player, but Maybe there's something uh, that the Blues see in him. Again, uh, you know, the Blues have some ties with the Flyers organization. Craig Berube being a former coach uh, there, doing some work in, in I believe, uh, also doing some work in player development for them in the past. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, who knows, Kevin Hayes. Maybe he said, hey, this guy's a free agent. Pick him up. He's pretty good. We don't know. But uh, either way, uh, there are some ties there, you think, with the Flyers organization. So maybe there's a scout. Uh, again, maybe a Baruby, maybe somebody saw something in this guy and said, hey, he's worth a shot. Uh, so we'll see if anything comes of that. Uh, kind of shades of Tyler Pitlick from last year. Uh, for those that remember, he was picked up on a professional tryout and then signed after training camp. So to me, it's uh, I think Tyler Pitlick was not expected to be an everyday player. Um, with the injuries that kind of happened and then all the trades, he kind of became that. And I think he was a fine player. Uh, none of us on this show had anything negative to say about Tyler Pitlick. But um, at the end of the day, we said, you know, you're not probably winning a Stanley Cup if Tyler Pitlick is an 82-game player. I think it's the same here with, uh, 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 what's his name? Sorry, Isaac Radcliffe. Um, I think it's the same thing with him. I think if he plays, you know, maybe the Blues are struggling a bit. Maybe he's outperformed somebody else in training camp. Uh, and maybe he's getting his shot again. Four points in 10 games in the NHL is not too shabby. So uh, maybe he does have that Baruby mentality of being able to go in on the forecheck and, uh, you know, play some some blues hockey uh, that we'll appreciate. So, um, you know, doesn't hurt. I always say these professional tryouts, there's no there's nothing that's going to hurt bringing these guys in just to see what they can do. And at the very least, maybe it's um, a connection of sorts with an Armstrong or, again, a Baruby, a Hayes, you know, hey, Bring this guy in, give him a chance, and at the very least, maybe he'll be able to sign on somewhere else, and you're giving the guy a chance to come back into the NHL. So, uh, hey, I think we all hope this guy scores 50 goals and 100 points. Uh, Not going to happen, but uh, uh, nice to to think that there's a chance this guy could step in and be a difference maker for the Blues. Doesn't hurt. Give the guy a professional tryout, see what he can do. Well, when uh, we come back from commercial here, we are going to reveal the head coach uh, for the all-time team, the St. Louis Blues. Uh, Let's go Blues Radio all-time team. Uh, So we've revealed all of our rostered players. Next, we have head coach. Next week, we'll do the utility players. There's three spots open for that. But uh, we will get to the head coach. So who is going to be leading this ragtag group of Blues players 
on the all-time team? We will find out on the other side of this break from our awesome sponsors. Stay tuned to Let's Go Blues Radio. We'll return after these messages. Every beer league hockey night, I grab my hockey bag and sticks and throw them in the trunk of my car. And the very next thing I do, I mix up a boost of energy courtesy of RockinThatIDLife.com. It's formulated to break up its delivery in three ways, which helps me get through all three periods of hockey. Phase one provides a rapid onset of energy, concentration, alertness, and motivation. By period two, I'm receiving a dose of sustained energy, increased focus, metabolism, cognitive function, performance, and feeling of well-being, which I need with the way I play. In Phase 3, I'm getting fatigue protection without jitters and crash, an elevated mood and a reduction of fluid retention to help me make the big play when it counts. This same triphasic approach helps me when I drink it during work hours or simply just for a pick-me-up when I need it. Try one of the four energy flavors by visiting rockinthatidlife.com, but make sure to email Dustin at rockinthatidlife at gmail.com and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you to receive an additional 10% off your order. That's rockinthatidlife.com. Center Ice Brewery is a beer lover's dream for hockey fans. Based in St. Louis, Missouri, owner Steve Albers has been brewing hockey-themed favorites for thirsty sports fans since 2017. From the Beauty IPA to the Old Arena Lager, a cold, frosty, hockey-themed beer is just what the doctor ordered for hockey fans in St. Louis. Make sure to check your local beer store for Center Ice Brewery beer today. LGB. Let's go beer. During the magical 2019 playoff run, I was in the midst of buying my current home. Every time I spoke with my realtor, obviously, home buying was the discussion. But in the back of my mind, I couldn't stop thinking about what was destined to happen for our St. Louis hockey team. If only there were a realtor who could have walked me through the process, held my hand when needed, but was there to be a sounding board when I wanted to complain about a certain hand pass goal. Let realtor Mike Burgoyne with Real Brokerage be that for you. He'll have your needs top of mind as he skates you through the home buying or selling process, dangling you past any obstacles and assisting on all your home goals. Check out strikewithmike.com for more information or give him a call directly at 314-753-4060. That's Mike Burgoyne with Real Brokerage at strikewithmike.com and that number again is 314-753-4060. Don't forget to tell Mike that Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. And now, back to Let's Go Blues Radio, the longest-running St. Louis Blues podcast with Price, Ponder, and Day. All right, we are back, and uh, yes, it is that time to reveal the 35th year team coach. I'm sorry, the all-time team coach. Uh, Just a reminder, the 35th year team coach was Joel Quinville, and again, at the time, he was the current coach of the blues. And he was, I believe he was already the, uh, the all time wins leader for the blues at the time, which he still is. Um, so clear, clear cut choice back then, but obviously a lot has happened since they released that 35 year team in 2002. Uh, so does Joel Quinville keep that spot or does it go to someone else? Well, here it is folks. The coach for the let's go blues radio. St. Louis blues all time team is this guy. 
Pump it up here. We're here for a fucking reason because we're a fucking good hockey team and we're going to fucking come home with a cup here tonight. Let's fucking go. Sonny, Bo Perry, Benner. Let's go. That's right. Craig Berube gets the nod. Uh, he was named the Blues interim coach on November 19th, 2019. After I'm sorry, that's uh, November 19th, 2018, after the Blues fired head coach Mike Yo. Uh, he is third in games coached from the St. Louis Blues franchise, 354 heading into the season. Uh, if he gets 60 games coached this season, that'll get him sole possession of second all-time in games coached. Uh, that means he'll pass Ken Hitchcock. Uh, third in wins right now at 193. If somehow this team pulls out 56 wins this season, uh, he that will give him sole possession of second in wins, again, over Ken Hitchcock. Uh, he is third in points earned at 429. If he were somehow to get 109 points uh, this season, that will give him sole possession of second, uh, again, over Ken Hitchcock. Uh, and for those of you wondering on the math, 109 points, that's about 55 wins. You know, you got to factor in some ties. Or, well, I'm sorry, <laughs> ties. Overtime losses in there as well. So uh, that is probably unlikely for this roster, but we will see. Uh, he is third in playoff wins uh, with 24. If he were, if the Blues were to go to the playoffs this year and he got three more wins, uh, it would give him sole possession of second over, no, not Ken Hitchcock, Scotty Bowman. And uh, if he were to get 11 wins uh, in the playoffs this upcoming year or the year after, if he's still here, uh, that would put him over uh, Joel Quinville for first. So 11 more uh, Stanley Cup playoff wins. And uh, he is in first place all time for Blues history. So we'll see if he lasts that long here as a St. Louis Blue. But let's throw all that out of the window and look at the one stat that is most important for uh, coaches. He has one Stanley Cup. Uh, that is more than any other Blues coach in history can claim. Uh, he is the third interim head coach in NHL history to win a Stanley Cup, and that put him in elite company as Larry Robinson, who's a former uh, member of the Blues, a part of that team. And uh, Disco Dan Bilesma are the only others who have won the cup as an interim coach. Uh, on June 24th, 2019, so five days after the Blues had won the cup. Uh, wait, that's not five days. Uh, a couple of weeks after the Blues won the cup, uh, June 24th, the Blues dropped the interim tag and named him the 26th head coach uh, in franchise history. So, uh, again, Craig Berube, um, just... It's a no-brainer to me. I mean, again, I know that Joel Quinville. Uh, we'll get. We'll talk about Quinville here in a minute, and and some issues that uh, maybe went into why people didn't vote for him. But to me, when it comes to coaching, that Stanley Cup is all that matters. Uh, we have uh, talked on this show about how much that Stanley Cup roster meant to this uh, all-time team. You know, how much weight do does each player get who was on that team in voting? How much you know? how much does that play into uh, all of all of the voting here? And I think for a lot of fans, it, and we talked to a lot of the panelists and a lot of them agreed it was important, but I think to a lot of the fans voting on this, I think that is clear cut. The most important thing for a coach is to be able to win that Stanley cup. You know, how many times do we hear? Uh, I remember a couple of years ago, the Anaheim ducks when they were looking for a coach, one of the things that these guys always look for, these GMs look for, we want a winning coach. We want a Stanley Cup caliber coach. Who has won a cup that's available out there? And that is important, you know. So when, because when, let's face it, with coaches, it is a matter of when. 
Craig Berube is let go by the St. Louis Blues or he leaves on whatever reason, that is going to be the number one thing on his resume, and he will get another head coaching job because he has won a Stanley Cup. So that is very important, and I think that's what puts him over the hump here. Plus, it doesn't, uh, or it does help that he's had so much success in the regular season as well. You know, last year being kind of an outlier, but uh, you know that that twenty twenty one year uh, that was a great year before. Co- I'm sorry, twenty nineteen twenty twenty before COVID struck. The Blues are having a miraculous year. Uh, they would have, they were on pace, I believe, to at least finish first in the West, if not first in the entire NHL. So, you know, and then after that, they still had success after that. They've been a playoff team every year under him except for last year, and we'll see what he does this year. Um, he's a quotable guy. He's funny, uh, and he's always on point with his commentary. You know, I I, uh, I loved, I, I always say I hate those in-game interviews with coaches because I'm like, let these guys coach. What are we doing? This is stupid. Like, stop putting a commentator in there with the coach. Let him manage the game. Let him talk to his team. But I will say I did always love the one-on-ones with Panger. Uh, he always had some funny jab or, like, something to end the interview that made us giggle and and always made Pang lose it. So um, just a, a personable guy. And from what I've heard, I've actually never met him. I've heard he is just the nicest dude off the rink. Um, you know, he's got his tirades of, of dropping the F bomb, but from what I've heard, just an excellent guy knows the game. Uh, he coached that 2019 team to perfection. Sure. They started off rough. And I remember we even talked on this show, uh, after yo was fired and the blues still could not figure it out. And they just kept rolling Jake Allen out there in goal. And the guy was just, you could tell he was physically exhausted, from playing, I think he played a full month without even having Bennington see it, see any time at all. Um, it was just, it was like, man, are we going to see another coaching change? Because Ruby cannot get this team under control either. Like usually, you got that like little rise up a little bit from your team when the coach is fired. There was none of that to start, and it was like, oh boy, we might see Craig Ruby fired this year too. Uh, but then the guy again, we all know what they did in 2019. And when they were playing their best hockey down the stretch in the playoffs, um, that forechecking style that he implemented, uh, the hard-nosed game plan that worked against all the faster teams. You know, you see these teams that are coming in. Again, I go back a lot to that Toronto game when uh, Toronto was, you know, they had a great roster. They were flying. And the Blues, you know, that was the game. They they took the 11-game win streak, which is the longest in franchise history. Uh just seeing the way they played a fast team like that and being able to just stymie them. And again, I mean, yes, Jordan Bennington playing out of his mind helped, but I mean, that team played so well, the four checking, the, the way that they could go East to West and then North to South, I mean, or South to North, I guess it was just so impressive to watch. And again, we saw it a lot in the playoffs. Um, You know, Dallas was a team that was kind of heavy, but also played a fast game they went, yes, they went seven games and a couple overtimes with them. But, I mean, you could see that style just always apparent. And they were just so good and so much fun to watch. Um, so, you know, and, uh, you know, that's kind of the talk now is like maybe, you know, we're seeing a, a kind of a style shift because we don't have the same players on this roster that we saw in 2019. The Ivan Barbashevs are gone. Alexander Steen's gone. Sunquist was gone, but now he's back. And even, you know, your top line guys like 
Ryan O'Reilly and Jaden Schwartz, guys who could get in on the forecheck and make the right play. It's a lot different now. It's a much faster team. It's a younger team. And uh, we don't have those kind of hard-nosed guys. Maybe that's where Ratcliffe steps in. We'll see. But, um, you know, we got a lot of – it's a lot more uh, north-south players, I guess, than east-west players. And so that's kind of the question now on Barubi. Is he going to be able to implement a style that's going to work for this current roster uh, without the superstar names of Tarasenko and O'Reilly? And obviously, you know, the Petrangelos are long gone. And, um, you know, we're seeing a, a shift in this team. So is that same style going to work or is he going to adjust and implement a new style this year with his new assistant coaches they brought in? We'll see. That remains to be said. So we'll see. You know, what's a good season? Um, that's the, you know, we're kind of awaiting the verdict on what's coming in the, this year. Um, what's a good year for Craig Berube with this roster? Does he last this season? Uh, how much slack is he given? So that'll kind of weigh into a lot of these, you know, I listed off the franchise numbers for coaches. It just makes you think like, is this a, a year that he's going to survive and get to the next year and be able to be that guy that can, you know, still lead this team through the playoffs and get those 11 wins to get him to number one all time. Um, we'll see. I think if this team starts out as an absolute dumpster fire, goes, I don't know, 2-13-0 and 0 in their first, you know, 15 games, I think he's gone. If they're 500 through most of the season, I could see him sticking it out because I don't think there's a whole lot of heavy expectations on this team. I And I don't even think it's fully wins and losses that are going to play into it. With him getting the new assistant coaches and with Mike Weber stepping in as a defensive coach um, and then Michael Babcock stepping in as well as a more skills guy, um, are we going to see a shift in the way they play? If if they're losing games two to one, but it's a great game and they're playing good defense, shots are getting blocked, guys are kept to the outside, and you know Bennington's playing well because he's you know been able to to see the puck, but they're still losing games just because they got stymied by another goalie or the other defense played them well. You know maybe that plays into it as well. Uh, you know if they're losing five to one, six to two something like that, and it's a consistent thing, I think he's gone, unfortunately. Because I do like Craig Berube, and I think he belongs in this spot as the all-time uh, favorite coach for the St. Louis Blues. But, yeah, it really, I think, depends on how they're losing. And, and and hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they come in and they barnstorm the league. Don't think that's going to happen. But I, I do think it matters, you know, how are they going to play? And, and you know, if they're winning games – you know, by a, a, a small margin and then still losing games by a small margin. I think he's good. Um, but yeah, if they, if they're getting bl- blown out six, one and they go, you know, winless in the first eight or something, I could see him being let go, unfortunately. So we'll see a lot of it depends on how these players play with these new coaches that came in under Barubi. But, uh, I would like to see him stick around. I'd like to see him stick around through this retool rebuild, but that is very, uh, uncommon in the NHL, actually all sports, uh, to see a coach last an entire rebuild. So I know they're calling it a retool, but my we I think fans, it's best if we just go ahead and call it a rebuild. That way we're not putting these crazy expectations. They'll be back in the playoffs next year. Um, but we'll see how they do. Uh, but I do I do like Barubi on this team. Now, again, if, if he doesn't adjust his game plan to meet the type of player on his team, that might be an issue. 
but he seems like a pretty smart guy. I liked a lot of the things he did last year, to be quite honest, and I didn't like a lot of the things he did last year. So I hope he sticks around, and I'd love for him to be a part of a future all-time team as well if we do this in 10, 15 years again, um, because I do think he's deserving, and he's been a great coach for this organization. Um, But it doesn't matter, uh, even if he's let go this year, because we've had some great moments with Craig Berube. Uh, We'll always have moments like this one I'm about to play, which happened after Tyler Bozak's memorable game winner in Game 5 against the Colorado Avalanche in 2022. What a character can win. Great job. So again, Craig Berube deserving. I'm well, I love that he's here and it, it was a, it was probably a little closer in the vote than I would have expected, but um, I'm glad he came out on top because uh, I think he is very deserving here. Again, that one Stanley cup that matters a lot uh, to this franchise and to its fan base. Uh, so other candidates that were in the running with him for that Twitter poll, of course, Joel Quinville, who was that 35-year coach, as well as Scotty Bowman and Ken Hitchcock. Um, so why didn't these guys make it? Well, a uh, couple things that I laid out that I think uh, maybe contributed to it. Scotty Bowman, uh, he is only seventh in games coached in St. Louis Blues history at 238. Maybe he's not here long enough. Maybe people attribute his success more to when he's in Detroit, Pittsburgh, and other places when he was winning cups um, and coaching some some great teams. Uh, so maybe it was just a matter of people just saying, I don't really relate Scotty Bowman to the St. Louis Blues, so it's hard to put him in this spot. Uh, Joel Quinville, great coach for his time, but let's face it, as good as he was, he couldn't get a cup with a superstar lineup uh, with the Prongers, the McKinnises, the Demetras, the Turgeons. I mean, the list goes on, the holes even. Um but, again, we've talked about it. Maybe part of that problem, first of all, he inherited a team from Mike Keenan who gutted this team. Uh, and But he did bring in some good stuff like an Al McKinnis and a Chris Pronger. Um, but, uh, you know, a lot of it was goaltending. Um, you know, I think that 2000, 2001, both those teams, uh, sorry, pointing right at you, Roman Turek. Um, I think if you have another goalie in there that's better in the clutch, I think maybe they get over the hump. But still, at the end of the day, Joel Quinville couldn't get him out of the second round. And let's face it, we all know about the allegations of the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, if he would have won this, I would have been a little upset just for that reason alone. Um, I've talked about on this show before. I met Joel Quinville when I was a young up-and-coming hockey player myself, and he gave me so many great words of encouragement. He was the nicest guy in the world, and I held him on hot, such a high pedestal after all that, and um, and when he was fired, I was very upset. Um, as you know, as as much as it was, I think it was needed at the time for that team. Um, I was really sad to see him go. But having said that, the allegations against him uh, of him just basically not, or I guess turning the other cheek uh, with the Chris Beach stuff. Um, I'm sorry, Kyle Beach. Uh, I just can't. I can't, I, I can't get support him, and uh, I hope he never gets another job in the NHL because of it. Because as a coach, you are somebody who is relied on to uh, do the right thing, and uh, I don't believe he did. 
Ken Hitchcock. Uh, I don't think he, well, there's, you make a lot of, and you can make case for any of these guys, but Ken Hitchcock, uh, and, and I'll say the, the positive thing, uh, Bill Day, if you're listening, sorry, buddy, going to talk positively here about Ken Hitchcock. Uh, I think he gave this team a jolt when it needed it because uh, they couldn't get over the hump into the playoffs. He steps in his first year, mid-year, mind you, gets this team to the playoffs, gets them to the second round even. Uh, but then he just couldn't get the team past that next hump uh, into the second round, I feel like. Uh, uh, I mean, past the second round. Uh, he had the one year in 2016 that they did make it to the third round, but San Jose pretty much outmatched them skill-wise. Maybe that's a problem for the GM, but still, Ken Hitchcock couldn't really get them past that next hump of getting into and, and being a perennial Stanley Cup contender. I think they were a pretender there for a couple years because they had some great defensive play, but at the end of the day, you got to score goals to win in this league, and, and they just didn't have the offense for it, and it's because... Well, one, again, maybe you say the GM, but it's also that uh, they played a very defensive style. And I think after a while that wears thin and um, it just it didn't wasn't working for this team. So he had to go. And uh, again, all coaches are hired to be fired. But at the end of the day, I do think that uh, uh, because he couldn't get them over that next hump, that's why we're not even really fully considering him here, even though he made the poll to be a true, uh, well, basically he, he is considered to be one of the best coaches of blues history, but I put him on maybe even two levels down from Craig Berube because he was the one who was able to get them to that next level. Uh, other coaches considered for this, uh, Brian Sutter and Jacques Demare were also, uh, had some votes. I know Brian Sutter was very close to being involved in the poll over Ken Hitchcock, but, uh, Hitchcock, I believe got one vote more than him. So I uh, wanted to give some love to Brian Sutter as well, who did a great job here in St. Louis. Um, and uh, I, and for me personally, I my votes, so again, we were, able, we, we were asked to have three votes for coaches because Quinville would already be considered. So I voted for Barubi, Hitchcock, and Brian Sutter. Um, again, weird. I, I, when people started voting for um, uh, Bowman, that was my initial thought was, Ooh, he wasn't here that long, and I really don't associate the Blues with Bowman that much. So... Um, but yeah, for me, Brian Sutter was a little bit more important to the Blues organization. I know Bowman's the first coach, don't get me wrong. But Sutter, his time here, the teams he coached, um, he was great. So uh, hard to leave him off this list, but he was very close to being there actually over Ken Hitchcock. Uh, but that doesn't matter. What do you think? Uh, do you think Craig Berube belongs in this spot? If you do, if you don't, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, appreciate you guys tuning in for this, this wild episode of let's go blues radio. Uh, remember next week, we are going to reveal the final three spots for this team. And that includes the three utility spots. So that could be one defenseman, two defensemen, three defensemen, one center, two left wings, you know, whatever it is, it's three completely open spots. Uh, so we will see who makes it. Remember, uh, the vote was between, well, obviously it wasn't going to be three defensemen, uh, Barrett Jackman, Brendan Shanahan, Alexander Steen, and Pierre Turgeon. They all made the, uh, the vote. Uh, so one of those guys is going to be left off the team. We'll reveal next week who that was. So make sure you tune in. We'll probably do that one live. Uh, we'll see what night, but, uh, either way, looking forward to doing that one. Should be fun. Uh, so thanks everybody for watching. I appreciate it. Remember next week, tune in. We got one more of these. And then guess what? After that, we got one more after that of 
the summer shows. Then it's regular season talk. We are almost there, people. We're in September. Almost there. Just stick it out a little bit longer. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by RockinThatIDLife.com. Uh, because it takes one step to beginning your new health journey. Take that step today and visit RockinThatIDLife.com for more information. That's RockinThatIDLife.com. And get 10% off by emailing Dustin at RockinThatIDLife at gmail.com. And tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. And by Mike Burgoyne from Real Brokerage Realty. Visit StrikeWithMike.com today for all your home buying and selling needs. That's StrikeWithMike.com. And by Center Ice Brewery, St. Louis's tasty hockey-themed beer. Check out CenterIceBrewery.com and navigate to their Where to Find Us page for availability. That's Center Ice Brewery beer. Please drink responsibly. That'll do it for episode 18 of season 12 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in, and have a great week, everyone. For Kurt Price, Bill Day, and producer Austin, I'm Jeff Ponder, and I will talk with you next week. This was Let's Go Blues Radio. Until next time, everyone, let's go blues. A couple more weeks, regular season, we'll get there. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. <laughs> you thought I was going to say a son of a bitch, didn't you? <laughs>